You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Gentlemen, start your engines! The following is a paid program. This program may contain adult themes and nudity, and you can never go wrong with that. Speaking of always being right, views expressed on this program are those of life-experienced mechanics. Continued listening may cause addiction and, in rare cases, a rash. Discretion is advised. Buckle up, everyone. It's time to get this show on the road. Time for Dave's Corner Garage, your Saturday morning joyride on Zoomer Radio. Got a car question for Dave or Alan? Call now, 416-360-0740. Or toll free at 1-866-740-4740. Ladies and germs, here we go. Al, hit it. Yeehaw! Welcome to another edition of Dave's Corner Garage, and uh, we have a great show lined up for you. Dave will be by in uh, just a second. We have coming up this hour, Vince Beretta, who is the founder of uh, Walkaway Debt Protection. He'll be telling you a bit more about that. And, of course, we'll be taking your calls. As well, Darren Boston's from Salem Tires. you got some stuff you want to talk to him, too. I did. we got an issue with tires getting hard. i got to figure out what that's all about. In this kind of weather, too. Go figure. It's, it's so nice. And also later on in the back half hour, uh, Terry O'Keefe will be joining us from Omvic to talk a bit more about uh, liens. Lean on me. Lean on me. Bill Withers. Yeah. All right, Dave, what else you want to talk about, buddy? Well, we also want to talk about uh, car care clinics. Uh, for a while there, we used to go out to different garages and uh, introduce cars to people who actually own them. How they work, how things uh, function, what you should be doing for maintenance. And uh, the folks at Salem Tire, Darren, and uh, Dynamic Tires, all of us are going to get together and start a series next season of car care clinics, which I think is absolutely great. Fantastic. And we have a new contest coming up. Tell us about the contest and the tickets. Well, we'll do that later on because it's way, ah, way before Christmas. <laughs> this is Dave's Corner <laughs> We've got lots of stuff, and of course, we want to take your calls. They are wide open, and we'll put you on hold for a little bit as we get to our first guest, Vince Beretta. Gelman with no suit on, take us out, buddy. <laughs> we'll be answering those questions, talking cars, and having lots of fun. We'll be right back. Welcome back to uh, Canada's number one consumer automotive radio show, Dave's Corner Garage. With us is, of course, Al Gelman, and from down south, Dave Renninger with our special guest for the next 10 minutes. The founder of Walkaway Debt Protection is Vince Beretta. Good morning, Vince. How are you? Good morning. How are you? At 10 minutes, I thought I was on for 20. Well, you know what? It's, <laughs> it's your farm, basically. and uh, yeah, you got, I'm up at the farm. Yeah. Yeah, we're, getting, we're, getting our, uh, we're getting our Christmas tree today, so that's a big family oh, uh, tradition. So um it's 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 time you chop it down yourself in the forest or what yeah we do we uh we go and uh we, we've got this one uh, tree farm that we uh enjoy to go to and uh we usually get a a good 20 20 foot christmas tree oh biggin yeah biggin nice nice and, I, and i've learned and i've learned you know how they put that mesh they wrap it up in that mesh right for all you listeners out there the best way to decorate your tree is you leave that mesh on you put it on you put it on the stand and you get your ladder up and you start decorating it from the top and you cut the mesh as you go down. 
So this has turned in from a car show to a Christmas decorating tree show. <laughs> that's, that's true, but you, you think about that. You get a big tree and it's all wide at the bottom and you try to put the star on the top. It's easier if you do it do it, and you, and you work your way down as you uh, cool. un- unwrap the tree. Okay, Dave, take it away. It's all yours, buddy. It's such a, that's a great idea. You know, you, you Don't get him going on this. Like <laughs> well, I you don't know, know about time- you, but I've not done a whole lot of trees. <laughs> uh, last week at time that Vince was on, he told us that one percent of people out there buying new cars actually pay cash. I mean, folding money. The rest of us are all financing for one reason or another, and for that reason alone, debt protection is vital when you actually buy a car. Vince, talk about that. Yeah, we our data shows, Dave, that uh, the average consumer is uh, financing for seventy-eight months. Um, and we know from J.D. Power uh, that the average transaction price is about $34,000, $34,500. That's the wow. cost of the car. But consumers are financing uh, to buy that car. Their average balance to finance when they drive away is is 44000 So they're financing about $10,000 above their uh the, loan, the, the actual cash value of the car when they're driving off. And that's why debt protection is important, especially for gap protection and walkaway protection. We cover, the, we cover the difference between what you owe on your balance to finance and what the actual cash value of your car is if something were to happen to you. That was an important point. You're talking about the balance of finance, not just the actual car. But if That's right. If, I mean, if you've way, bought... back, way, way back when, you know, you, to qualify for a car loan, you had to put 15% down. That was the old golden rule back in the 80s, 15 mm-hmm. down. Uh, but that's not the case anymore. It's, it's, you finance the entire, you know, you finance your taxes, you finance your, you know, products uh, that you may buy in the, in the business office and you finance negative equity, which is being rolled in from, from car to car to car as they, as consumers roll out of their cars, they roll in uh, out of their old car into a new car. They roll in negative equity from a previous contract into their new contract and that's what's happening today and that's why protecting your downside inside of that that loan um is so important yeah, exactly most people don't realize that you know if they write off the car they assume that you know they're going to get enough money back from the insurance company leasing company is going to get paid off and everybody's going to be happy but uh and that yeah, and, and that and that could work if all you owed was the amount of the car right that's <laughs> but, right but and, now when you're bringing this negative like this this prior debt with you Wow, you're beat up here, and then yeah, and you still got no car. There's no place. There's no place to go. Especially, you know, uh, you know, you lose your income. Something happens where you can't make your. You're having tr- trouble making your car payment. It's always a nice option to be able to return your car and walk away from that difference, and that's what walk away protection debt protection does. And the walk away gap protection pays off the difference between what you would owe to your bank and, and what your insurance company settles for. Um, so often people are left with a balance shortfall in the event of, a, of an accident write-off or a theft write-off or something like that, and you still have to make good to the bank, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've signed it. You're on the line for that. Um, but right. is there different policies, though, people can buy? Uh, <clears throat> there are. You know, I, uh, our, our basic premise is you know, complementary. Mm-hmm. Our product is complementary at our network of uh, authorized walkaway dealers for one year. Um, all ages qualify, no pre-existing health exclusions if you're going to use it for a health-related uh, situation. Um, but 
so yeah, we so we have the basic. You can find out more about it at walkaway.ca. And then we've got five different iterations um, of the product that you can buy for the full term of your loan or a lease. Mm-hmm. And uh, with buying that, you buy that through the business office at the car dealer. And uh, you can tailor that to your particular needs. Steve? Alan, I was going to talk about people don't realize how much negative equity they're actually building up in a car. The old adage where you are, you lose 35% when you jump off the curb, when you leave the dealership, you're already 35% in the hole. It takes about, what, two years for them to balance out the value of the car versus the value of the loan? Yeah, it's actually longer than that, Dave. Um, wow. we're, we're We're seeing people that are in... Uh, in in these situations where where you used to you drive off the lot you lose thirty percent actually mm. when I mentioned to you that the average balance to finance is forty four thousand the actual car value is thirty four thousand wow. as soon as you sign your paperwork you're ten thousand dollars upside down and you haven't even driven it yet <laughs> you better drive carefully <laughs> so, so uh, you know be aware of what you're signing uh, be aware of that negative equity Omvic. Uh, you've got Omvic later on on the show today. Car dealers have to disclose the negative equity that you're financing into your new finance contract. Maybe you can talk uh, to Terry about that. Um, but that that is what we do, and uh, we protect uh, we protect you from that balance shortfall in your loans, whether it uh, be from an accident write-off or from a personal situation that would leave you uh, having a tough time making car payments. Okay, Vince, we're going to take a short break, but if you're listening right now, wherever you are online or throughout uh, right across Canada, uh, if you've got any questions about debt protection, especially if you're going to go into buying a car soon, this is the time to give us a call. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back with Vince Beretta, founder of Walkaway Debt Protection, and your calls. Stick around. Welcome back. This is Dave's Corner Garage, and you can catch uh, some more blogs about what debt protection is all about by going to our website. Simple as that. Dave'sCornerGarage.com. You'll see the uh, the page there for all our information. And uh, stand by. We're going to be taking your calls shortly. We're back in with uh, the founder of uh, Walkaway Debt Protection, Vince Beretta, along with Al Gelman and Dave Rediger. Dave, over to you. You know, uh, we were talking about the debt protection being complementary, and I find that's fascinating that, that you believe so strongly in your product that you give it away. Tell me how that works. Well, it's, uh, <clears throat> we want, it's dealership selling philosophy. So we partner with dealers who uh, have similar values to, um, to ourselves in that, uh, you know, you can protect the car, but protecting the people that buy the car. Uh, you know, yeah. you're, you're taking out a loan for five, six, seven, uh, sometimes eight years. And uh, the last thing, uh, you know, our network of walkaway dealers want to do is, is saddle you with a purchase that is uh, causing you stress in a, in a difficult time. So we partner with uh, great dealers who, uh, who, who are willing to pay for the first year of our, of our program uh, on behalf of their customers. And it's completely optional to, uh, to those that they're offered if they want to take, uh, take advantage of uh, the full-term programs, uh, they can buy them for, uh, for, for un, you know, under, under uh, $300. They can, you can protect yourself for up to $7,500 of negative equity in your finance contract or your lease contract uh, for the full term. And you can walk away for a, a multitude of reasons. 
Um, uh, we've got our product features on walkaway.ca, but that's why we uh, why it goes out complimentary. And there are absolutely no restrictions on your age or your health status. You know, especially, too, because of this, this time of the year when there's a real push uh, on all kinds of media to buy a car for Christmas time. Really? Yeah, there's tons of them all over the place. So, Vince, have you found that, that people, when they get to be this time of the year, uh, are taking a risk when they really shouldn't be getting a, a car? Or how do you, and is that, is that one of the big benefits of Walk Away? Well, it certainly does protect your downside. You know, you, everyone takes a risk when you take on new debt. And uh, if you've got the ability to walk away from your debt uh, free and clear uh, without any uh, without any major pain, uh, I think that's a pretty wise choice uh, to make. It's, a, it's like what we say, it's smart, responsible debt protection. And uh, we think that's a pretty smart thing to do. Uh, in, in today's day and age, it's, it's tough to balance your ba- balance the family finances. And if there's ever a hiccup in your health or your job status, your income status, uh, that's what we're there for. Uh, and we do make, uh, you know, we do have products that make payments for you. You don't have to particularly return your car, but uh, that's the basic coverage, and we're able to do it uh, very effectively for for uh, for our consumers. Dave, go ahead. Yeah, we should be talking about uh, the options that you have. One is that you can actually keep your car, uh, and you'll make payments up to what twelve months. We'll make payments. Uh, we have products that make four months of payments, six months of payments, and up to twelve months of payments. And uh, yeah. you can use it at multiple times if you if you need help for a three month period. And we're making payments for three months. You still have uh, still have nine months of payments available if you find yourself in another situation during that uh, you know eight year contract that you've bought. Uh, you can uh, you can you can use it again. So. It- you know, I was going to think that finance companies should actually make this mandatory. Well, um, that would be it, mandatory. <laughs> it would be nice if the finance companies would actually make it just a feature of their loan, and and yes. they and they look after their their consumers. But um, uh, this is the way it's been for years. That's it's we do operate inside what we call creditor insurance, and the, actually the the recipient of our of our benefit is the bank, uh, but it, uh, the consumers obviously don't have to make, uh, or the buyers of these cars don't have to make their payments when we make the payment right to the financial institution for them. You know, one of the figures that I'm always impressed with is how much you've actually paid out up to now. Yeah, we're, we're it is, it is, uh, it's a hundred million dollars of, uh, automotive debt relief. We've, uh, um, we're, we're within within striking distance of that number. It's, we've been flirting with uh, you know nearly a hundred thousand hundred million dollars worth of auto debt uh, relieved on behalf of consumers in Canada alone. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. And it says on the site, and I believe this, most of your settlements are within thirty days. Most uh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Um, because especially for example, in a health situation, because we have no pre-existing health exclusions. We don't have to obtain your health records, and that's a really important part. When we can, you know, we can expedite uh, the payment of a claim very quickly. And you know, when you're not making your car payments um, or not able to make your car payments, uh, being able to get you get you get you you know looked after within 30 days is a big deal. You know, imagine the people out in out in Oshawa um, and the all those others that may be losing yep. their jobs. 
um, you know, you've got a $500 car payment and uh, all of a sudden you're making 60% of your wages, uh, you know, on, the, on unemployment insurance, a 40% reduction is, is a tough thing. And, uh, you know, the first thing you want to look after is your mortgage, but what do you do with your car? And that's where we come in. It's worse than that. What about your credit rating? Because you can't make your payment yeah, right away. We, that's a that's that's exactly why we protect your credit rating, and you don't uh, you don't get a degraded uh, credit rating, and then you can borrow at lesser you know cheaper rates. Uh, exactly uh, right down down the road, right? So, so listen, Vince. Thanks for joining us. And uh, what's your website once again? Walkaway.ca. All right, and when you get a chance, send the group here a picture of your Christmas tree when you get a job down. Uh, will do. Okay, buddy. Have a great weekend, Sarah, <laughs> the family. And right. uh, we'll talk to you soon, all right? All right. All right. Cheers. Coming up, we've Bye-bye. got a couple calls to get to. Uh, we welcome your calls throughout the hour. And we'll be talking with Darren Bostons about winter tires coming up shortly. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. Welcome back. This is Dave's Corner Garage. I should love going out this time of the year, getting a tree down, and uh, get it home. Mm-hmm. And I like Vince's tip, but we used to get something when there used to be a store called Kmart. Yeah. Right? So you get your Christmas tree out, yeah. and you lay this mat under. It's like a, a blanket, but it's plastic underneath the tree. So when you're finished after two weeks and all the needles are falling off, you just zip, zip it up, haul it out. No needles to vacuum up, and the dog doesn't choke. They don't make them anymore? Uh, I don't know. I don't think Kmart's been around for a while. <laughs> well, I know, but it sounds like a great idea. I just want to thank everybody for, for staying on the lines. we got lots of calls to get to. And to Darren Boston, some sailing tires in a second. First, Al, who are we going to take? We're going to talk to Brenna, who's got a question about her Honda Odyssey that, I don't know, is it a smell? What is it? What's the problem with that Odyssey? <laughs> Hi there. Um, so, yeah, I'm actually calling from Rochester, New York, so mm-hmm. the other side of Lake Ontario. Hello. Um, but I'm driving out to Buffalo today and caught your show and thought this would be a great time to call in and ask about our exhaust system. So it is incredibly loud. Um, I would have you on speakerphone, except that's all you would be able to hear. Um, <laughs> and my mechanic said it's really nothing to worry about until the check engine light comes on because he said at that point, you know, you're actually getting exhaust in the cabin and that's an issue. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to confirm that, yes, that's correct, or do I really need to throw down a whole lot of money unnecessarily just to deal with loudness? Well, certainly if it's loud and it's bothering you, I mean, it, it, you know, it's not normal, so to speak, right? Um, oh, it's it, definitely not normal. Like, I actually got a bumper sticker for the back that says, Loud Pipes Save Lives. Um, <laughs> yeah, if you've got a motorcycle. A van, but <laughs> not an Odyssey van. No, it sounds to me like, I, I think the problem is this. Now, is that sound more in the front or the back? Are you able to tell? Um, it, it feels and sounds like it's in the front. Okay. The, the issue there I is... accelerate, if it goes up to, you know, even just 2,000 RPM, it's, Yeah. Here's, okay. your, here's, your solu- loud. here's your solution. What you got to do is put a front flex pipe on Santa's wish list, okay? Okay. Because... <laughs> Will it fit in my stocking? <laughs> uh, no, you and need a really big stocking. And so big your stocking is. <laughs> uh, it sounds like the flex pipe is broken. You see, because on front, in, front engine, uh, front drive cars, the engine, yeah. for the most part, sits sideways. So when the engine torques, it twists, but it doesn't twist in the old traditional way. It twists against... The exhaust pipe, so it's trying to bend it all the time. So to okay. to make that happen, they've got to put this flexible. It almost looks like a like an accordion kind of 
piece of pipe there. And okay. after so many years, that, that, that pipe breaks. So right now you've got a small crack in it, and you're hearing the exhaust. What your tech is saying that you don't have to do it yet because when the crack gets worse, the oxygen sensor is going to get thrown off because right. it's going to be picking up air. But at the same time, I mean, if you want it fixed, yeah, you probably need a new flex pipe. Unfortunately, it's going to cost, I'm guessing, seven 800 bucks, perhaps. Um, yeah, that's what he was estimating, and I'm like... How, you know, earplugs are, you know, what, five bucks? <laughs> well, the other thing- uh, can I jump in here? Yeah, go ahead, Dave. We're coming, we're in winter, the car is closed, there's always the danger of monoxide gas coming into the vehicle. So if you're stopped in traffic, for instance, there's a chance that that stuff could come through the floorboards and cause you harm. Uh, I don't think you should be driving with a noisy exhaust, I think you should get it fixed. Uh, It's the right thing to do, you have to fix it eventually, uh, sooner than later, and you'd be safer. So, um, no, I would fix it now. Brandon, what you could possibly do is go buy a specialty shop, in other words, somebody who just does exhaust systems okay because in a lot of cases they can actually cut out the flexible portion and put a new one in instead whereas yep. most generic garages or dealers want to sell you the the flex with the whole pipe and everything where some of these guys can actually for quite a few hundred dollars less fix yours up okay okay dear. actually the comp is called okay. dorman oh. oh i'm sorry go ahead i was going to say the company that makes that part that alan's talking about is called dorman D-O-R-E-M-A-N. Okay. And they'll, they'll so, make that so it part. it could be an issue even if the sensor isn't. Exactly. Because it's noisy, and like Dave said, the exhaust okay. is, is going to be coming inside the car, which isn't a good thing. All right. Yeah, okay. I'd rather not die slowly. So. Yeah, it's, <laughs> that's a good idea. All right. All right, Brenna, thanks for calling. Okay. And, All right, uh, thank you. Drive safe. Okay, up on the phone right now from Salem Tire is uh, Darren Boston. Good morning, Darren. How are you? I'm doing well, gentlemen. How are you guys doing today? Good. Fire away, guys. Good, Darren. We got a funny email from a customer who said that the rubber on her tires, like, I guess she stored her winter tires outside, inside, don't know, but but she feels that the rubber has gone hard, and she's been told that as a result of that, uh, they're not going to grip anymore, and, and her right. question was, can she try to alleviate it by rubbing the tires with coconut oil? Go ahead. Uh- uh, that's a good one. I've, I've actually never heard of that. I know there's, you know, people use various things to, you know, basically taking the weathering out of the tire, like kerosene, brake fluid, et cetera. But that usually damages the, the, the components and it might be all right with the rubber, but remember there's not just rubber in tires. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also another, uh, there's some products out there that guys for the track use that, you know, will soften up the rubber, but it's pretty expensive stuff. There's really nothing you can do. The best thing to do is, is replace them with uh, newer tires. I'm wondering what the DOTs are on her uh, on her tires. Oh, are you talking about the age of the tires? Are. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. but but there's no warranty from that perspective, anyways. Correct? No, no, not not unless it's early weathering. Mm-hmm. Um, you might be able to get something done, but it depends on, like I said, what years what year those tires are produced, and then also how they were stored. As you, as we've talked about it many times, you don't want to store them outside. Um, in hot areas, um, really cold areas, so it's it's it all depends on a few different factors. But I'm assuming that these tires have probably uh, been on the car for a while or been sitting around for a while, and that's why they've gotten hard. Eh? But but that's the correct. big issue in terms of the difference between a an all season tire and a winter. Correct? Is the the hardness of the rubber? Correct. Yeah, like it's the compounding. Uh, as we know, it's the tread design as well, but you know a lot more piping in the winter tire. 
um, or the little the little cut lines in the block. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the compounding is a big part of it, where the all-season rubber will harden up in the, you know your seven degrees and below, start to harden up where. Um, winter tires will stay soft and supple and, uh, and you know, like when you're down 10 below or 15, 20 below. Hold that thought, Mr. Bossens. We'll be back yes. with you in just a second. We'll take some more calls for the rest of the hour. And especially if you have something related to tires, give us a call right now. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We're back with Darren Bossens from Sailing Tire right after this. Busy, busy, busy car day. So thanks for hanging on to uh, the phone. We'll be getting to your calls shortly. Back with Darren Bossens from Sailing Tire. Dave, over to you. No, Darren, we were talking about proper storage of tires. Um, first off, how long do tires actually last? Six years, I think the manufacturers are saying. And second part of that question would be, how do you properly store your tire? Uh, yeah, they basically say kind of the six-year mark is, is kind of where there could be issues. Could be, but like I said, I put tires that are over 10 years on my car. As long as they're stored properly, uh, they should be fine. But you definitely want to check them before you... Uh, put them on and if you have any you know if you're not 100 percent sure best to go to your uh, your specialist like the tire dealers and they'll, and they'll and they'll point you in the right direction uh but as far as storage is, is typically uh inside out of the sun um you know a garage works fine um you know garages can get pretty hot and and cool um during the winter so sometimes it's best to keep them in the garage a little more uh you know climate controlled area is the best mm-hmm. Um, but if you don't have that space, uh, by all means, in your garage, but definitely out of the sun. And then if you have um, equipment with tires on it that you can't store in your garage, uh, as you know, some of the motorhomes, a lot of motorhomes give you covers that, that go over the top of the tire, which at least um, you know stops the UV rays from hitting the tire. So that's the best way for, for vehicles that you cannot uh, put in the garage. So if you've got tires off the rim, lime on their side or straight up? Uh, either or is fine. Um, sometimes, if you lie, if you if you put them on their side and stack them up and leave them for extended periods of time, the beads can start to uh, compress a bit, which may make it harder for mounting um, down the road. But that's if you're storing for a long time. So if you are going to store for a long time, best to kind of leave them uh, standing up. Um, you can also buy different uh, racking systems for uh, for holding the tires in your in your garage as well. Okay, Darren, I want to ask you, we're getting sort of late in the season already. Um, you yeah. know, most people have put them on. How are you guys for inventory? We've still got most sizes in stock? Yeah, for the most part, we have uh, most sizes. We are getting down, uh, never as far as I'd like to see it. Uh, we always <laughs> end up with residual, as most people do, but it's been, a, it's been a brisk year. I've kind of done a coast-to-coast tour in the last few weeks, and uh, everybody seems to have uh, had a good season as far as sellout. So, but still, still some available. There's no, there's no worries there. All right, so if someone needs... Now, question, a lot of times people, they fail to rotate their tires as often as they should, and you end up with one pair of them that are worn out and the other ones are not. Um, Is it okay to buy just two winters? Um, As long as you have four winters on. Like, if you're just replacing two because two have worn out, you've got front-wheel drive and they've they've worn out on the front a little quicker, um, it's okay, but you... you want to make sure that there, you know, there's not a big height difference between the tires. Like ones, you know, the ones in the rear say are, you know, full skid depth or, you know, a couple 30 seconds wore off and then the fronts are completely bald. You want it, you want to definitely kind of match it up. And then for all wheel drive, uh, you definitely want to match them up, uh, OD. So, but always put four on when you are, um, going from all season to, to winters, never just do two. 
All right, super. Yeah, I've, I've heard of, in fact, when the caravan first came out as a four-wheel drive vehicle, um, mm-hmm. apparently they had big problems with the differential on those. But great yeah. advice. So yeah, if people want you. more information about uh, what to do as they get ready for winter, what's your website, Mr. Boston's? Sailontire.ca. All right, listen, have a great weekend. Thanks for calling in. And uh, if we don't talk to you before then, all the best of the holiday season to you and the family. You gentlemen as well. Thank you very much. Okay, buddy. Okay. This is Dave's Corner Garage. we got more calls to get to right after this break. And coming up before the hour is done, learning about liens against your car with Terry O'Keefe from Omvic. we got to talk to Bob. His car is revving away. We'll get to revving Bob right after this. This is Dave's Corner Garage. This is Dave's Corner Garage, where the show is all about you. It yep. really is. So we've got some calls to get to. Al, who do you want to talk to? we got to talk to Bob and Mississauga before his car runs away, I think. Bob, what's going on? Uh, I've got a GM Trax with mm-hmm. a four-banger and a turbo. Yep. I was stopped at a stoplight on Dundas, and I could have sworn somebody was pushing me from behind. Mm-hmm. I shut the motor off. I was burning rubber. Actually burning mm-hmm. rubber. I took it to the dealer. Um, they told me I was a Sunday driver, and they cleaned the, the throttle body <laughs> some damn thing out for 110 bucks. Uh-huh. Three weeks later, I'm sitting at Burnham Thorpe, and the damn car took off again and went up to four grand. On its own? Uh, well, I had my foot in the brake. <laughs> right, right, right. But I'm saying, so after the it dealer... Took off on its own. I had two feet on the brake right to the floor. Wow. And, and, and I guess the, when the dealer looked at it, there was no trouble well, they, codes? They had they... it for two days. Was it? They Did... couldn't find any. Well, so in other words, when you got to the dealership, it was idling normally at that point? Everything's running fine. Ah, you know they what? They put it on the scope. They had it for two days. They they phoned, and they wanted me to give them permission to put GM tracking on it. Mm-hmm. They took it out for a whole day on road testing it. And I got a new Impala, which I loved for a rental. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. My son my son has the old Impala with your uh, tires on them. Oh, yeah. Well, so he, Salem Snows, he loves them. Well, anyway. they're great tires. But, Dave, you um, want to jump in? Pardon? You know that's it. It's absolutely dangerous what he's talking about. Um, no, I, I, I wouldn't you be driving. I said I could get killed. And they said, yes, I absolutely correct. Out. I would contact General Motors directly. Ask to see their service manager. It's called a DSM. It's the District Service Manager, and explain the situation because uh, four thousand RPM is equivalent to about eighty miles an hour on the highway. So I would definitely, definitely, definitely follow up on this. It's, very, it's not not easy to to work with a car that you don't trust. Yeah, the one thing I wanted to add there is we see it a lot in the wintertime because people add that second set of floor mats to their car, especially in Canada. And that, yep. and that rubber floor mat, you know, nothing's holding it down. And every time you get in the car, it rides forward. And, um, and it goes, and eventually it can get stuck underneath the gas pedal. So this is where... Al, you remember the Audi? Yep. Remember the, uh, the ones with Toyota? They had runaway cars? Um, the Prius was a runaway car. You never heard about the solutions. You just heard the news, and then it sort of died. But it does happen. It could be a computer glitch. could be a TPS hanging up. could be a lot of reasons. Or something as simple as a floor mat. All right, quickly, yes. we're going we're gonna to take uh, Terry O'Keefe on right now from Omvic, and we'll get to a few more calls in a second. Terry, how are you this morning? I'm great, guys. How are you? Good. Dave, all yours. Terry, a lot of people are buying cars privately. People are buying cars from dealers, and there's money owing against them. It's commonly referred to as a lien. Uh, can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, unfortunately, um, you know, we, in, we do encounter uh, consumers who have, as you said, they, they've bought privately. And there was a lien on the vehicle. And what that lien does is you know, it, a bank puts the lien on the car, and it allows them to repossess the vehicle and sell it if the person who owes the money doesn't pay, it, uh, doesn't pay the bank back. 
So when you buy a car privately, it's really, really important that you make sure that if there is a lien on it, that that lien gets removed. And unfortunately, we've seen cases with some you know, unscrupulous private sellers uh, that sell the vehicle to, a, to another consumer, and there's a lien on it. They, they don't recognize it. They don't know it. They take the home, and all, the next thing they know, a month later, the car's scooped from their driveway. Well, that sucks. Terry, but when someone gets a, first of all, the before that transaction happens, uh, a, a used vehicle information package has to get generated, right, from the ministry? That's right. And uh, what we've actually seen is uh, the used vehicle information package from Service Ontario. We have seen some of these unscrupulous sellers actually alter them, remove the lien information from the document uh, using, you know, a photo editing uh, software and print it out and give it to the consumer that's buying the car. And so they don't even see that there's a lien registered against it. So in other words, in a perfect world, it, it would have shown up. But you're talking about these bad actors who will actually doctor these documents and people get stuck with these cars. That's right. All right, now, okay, sorry. No, that, that, that's exactly what's happening, and that's why even though the law requires the seller provide the UVIP to the purchaser, we would actually recommend, you know, they only cost $20. You might want to buy your own, or even better, buy yourself a Carfax Canada report. It's going to give you information about the, you know, the, some of the mileage on that vehicle. It's going to give you accident history, but it will also tell you if there's a lien on the vehicle. So, you know, this is where we always say, how much do you think you're saving by buying privately, eh? Because uh, as, as good as Omvic is, and they're here to help people, you, you can only help people for the most part who bought from a registered dealer. You are absolutely right. You know, Omvic is there to protect consumers who buy from registered dealers. You know, they're protected by the Motor Vehicle Dealers Act, the Consumer Protection Act. But people who buy privately are literally on their own. Um, you know, if it's a curbside or an illegal unlicensed dealer who has sold the car, yes, we can prosecute that individual. But the consumer who bought the car, let's say you bought a car from a curbsider, we might be able to prosecute the curbsider, but we can't do anything to compensate the consumer. But a consumer who buys from a registered dealer, and let's say that you traded a vehicle into a registered dealer, and as part of the financing of your new car, the dealer was supposed to pay out the lien on your trade-in. And we have unfortunately seen, it doesn't happen very often, but we have had instances in the last couple of years where dealers have not paid out the liens on those trade-ins, and the consumers still had the loan for their new car, and they were still paying for their trade-in. So, Terry, if they want to find out more about what you're talking about with liens and anything else about it, what's your website? Because we've got to scoot and take a few more calls. It's omvic.ca, but I just wanted to finish that thought yep. if I could. Those mm -hmm. consumers who bought from a dealer and encountered that problem, even though it's really unfortunate it happened, they're protected by the compensation fund and they get their money back. Fantastic. Good to know. And that's what you'll find on the website, omvic.on.ca. Mr. O'Keefe, thanks for calling in. Have a great weekend. Pleasure. Thanks, guys. And you're in next week. We'll see you in the studio. You betcha. All right. All right. Bring donuts. <laughs> <laughs> this is Dave's Corner Garage. We've got a few more minutes to take your call, so stick around. We'll get to you. Whoa. Okay. Welcome back. This is Dave's Corner Garage. I want to remind you once again that next weekend, if you've got any questions about being careful when you before you buy that car and checking out your liens, Terry O'Keefe from Omvic will be with us for the entire hour. We've got tons of calls to get to. Al, over to you. We got Eamon on the line next who's got a transmission issue, I guess, on her Camry. Eamon, what can we do for you? Yes, I just got rid of an 06 Camry that I had and got a 12, which has a six speed. And when you're driving around town in drive, it seems as if it's dragging all the time. But if you move it into uh, T 
take it out of the drive position and just use it as a manual, everything's okay. And it's just around town, it seems to be just dragging all the time, you know. It's just as if it was uh, tuned too quick to change gears. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. So I, I, I'm, I'm guessing that you know how to drive standard shift yourself? I sure do. Well, so are you talking about the fact that it's switching to a higher gear, so you're always lacking power kind of thing? Uh, right, and especially around town, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, what they're trying to do is get you the best possible gas mileage as they can. And, and the whole idea being that if you're in the higher gear and the engine's revving at a slower speed, you're going to use less fuel. Um, now, a lot of the fancier cars, um, my wife's got an Infiniti, and you can actually, uh, there's a switch there to put the transmission into a sport mode. So it will do what you're talking about, where it will shift, you know, at, at, a, at, a, at a higher rate of speed. Um, but otherwise, you could do what you're doing, which is just to go ahead and switch it manually. Do you have an issue? With, are you okay with that? I am, but I was just wondering, does anybody else have the problem, or is it just in this one that I have? Uh, you know what you could do is, is try to find out online. A lot of times there are uh, software updates that the dealer can do. Um, it could be that there's been some issue on the transmission. I would, you know, check with the dealer. Tell them you find that it's shifting up a little too quick. Right. And, and if they've got any kind of software upgrade, because it's not hard to do. They just basically plug your car into their computer, do that software upgrade, and then it's working fine. Um, otherwise, you could actually, you could call, for example, Mr. Transmission. Um, you know, we've had them on the show lots of times. And, right, right. And, and they're more than happy to go for a free road test if you want to just take it there, just to show the guy what it's doing and say, hey, do you know of a fix for this and how much would it cost? So right. That, that's the route I would go. And if he fixes it for you, you can always take him out for a Kill, for a kill Kenny. Uh, right. Would that go well? <laughs> Happy Christmas to you guys. You too. Are uh, you too? Enjoy. <laughs> All the best. Dave, are you a Scotch drinker or what? That's beer. No, I know where that's coming. Oh, from. really? <laughs> Kill Kenny. Kill Kenny is one of the smoothest, smoothest beers you can get from Ireland. Really? I didn't oh, know. Didn't know. Kill and Kenny. you notice he said Happy Christmas. Yes. He's very politically <laughs> very correct. Good. I wish our I wish our leaders at that meeting this week were a little more politically correct instead of pounding their chests. Is there a difference between Happy Christmas and Merry Christmas? Yes. What is it? The letter. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, you wanted to get a couple issues before we go. We got about a minute. Yeah, interesting uh, thing from Honda. Honda still has about six thousand cars that have not had the airbags replaced. That's only six thousand. Yeah, they've done almost 117,000 in the country. Wow. And what they're saying is they don't want these cars moving to another owner without the airbag being replaced. Mm -hmm. So they want to put a flag on the VIN number of the car. When the guys go in to get the car transferred, they have to have the recall done before the car will transfer. Mm -hmm. And they're lobbying the uh, government to have that done. But it's an interesting thing is that maybe a car should not change ownership before the recalls are all done. Like lots of these recalls, like airbags, brake systems, fuel lines, etc. all these issues. And it sort of opens up a bag of worms. Are you opening up Pandora's box because the car hasn't got all the recalls done? Can it actually change ownership? So it's a great question and it's a great conversation. Well, certainly when you're, you know, you, you want to get rid of your old beater and you want to buy something that's a little more reliable, not something that's dangerous, obviously. Yeah. And it'd be a good way to find out. So what people can do, though, is it Get the serial number of that vehicle, go to Transport Canada, or go to the manufacturer's warranty uh, yep. website, punch it in, and they can tell you if there's any outstanding campaigns. Call the dealer. There you Just go. Just call the dealer, and I haven't checked the VIN number. He'll tell you. But the issue is always the replacement parts. 
Uh, I had mine done down here in Florida. It took two years before they had the parts in stock. Wow. Oh, crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. Anyways, great show. Thank you. And I want to thank Ashley for putting all this together because, uh, or sorry, Ainsley, because. Uh, oh, Ashley's her sister. There, but there's two girls here actually. Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> and they brought us coffee too, which is kind of nice. I like the Santa hat on the table. Very good. <laughs> we also want to thank, especially uh, Vince Beretta, the founder of Walkaway Debt Protection, and uh, Darren Boston from Salem Tires. Have a good weekend. We'll talk to you next week. Bye bye. Bye bye. This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740.